This is the Peaceful Powerhouse Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Adamas. This podcast is a combination of neuroscience, transformational psychology, personal knowledge, and special sources to lead you to bring in more peace, ease, love, and abundance in your life. If you're wanting more in life, to feel better, to have peace of mind, to feel powerful and free, and to be more energized and confident in your life, then this podcast is for you because you're about to start learning how to master your mind and shift your thinking. And when you do that, anything you want and any transformation you want and deserve becomes possible for you. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to another episode of the Peaceful Powerhouse podcast. And we have here Anne-Marie Espina, who is an ADHD coach. We're going to be talking about how to harness the power of your ADHD so that you can become a powerful CEO. So welcome, Anne-Marie. Thank you so much for coming on here. Why don't you share a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about this. Um, So yeah, my name is Anne-Marie. I am the transformational coach for ADHD entrepreneurs. So I work with people who are feeling like they're made for more. And it's something I hear a lot in the space. They're like, oh, I just have so much potential, but like things just aren't clicking. And so I really help people leverage the power of ADHD to grow their business. So they step into being powerful CEOs. So Super exciting work. Um, I am the founder of the ADHD Business University. So it's a university specifically designed for ADHD entrepreneurs. So it's super easy learning straight to the point. The whole thing is like gamified. It's super exciting. Um, So it's unlike any other program globally. And it's just amazing to watch my students go through it and the transformations that they're creating for themselves and their businesses. So yeah, I just believe when they really hone in on themselves, then everything else becomes a whole lot easier. So yeah. Why did you decide to put this together for other people to take on so that they can become a powerful CEO? Mm -hmm. So I was diagnosed with ADHD probably when I was like 10 or 12 years old. I can't really remember, but um, I struggled a lot through school and we were put into quote unquote, the stupid math classes and the stupid English classes. And Um, my friends and I hated having to leave the classroom because I got extra time in a silent room and all this stuff. And I hated it so much because, you know, at that age, you just want to be with like your friends. And so I really struggled internally a lot with like feeling like I wasn't enough. I was feeling super stupid and because I had to have all these accommodations and yeah. So I didn't realize how much that impacted my life going through and being segregated from everybody else and how it made me feel like I wasn't, I don't know. Yeah. I just, it just made me feel like there was something seriously wrong with me and it impacted so much of how I showed up in every area of my life. And so when I started, um, you know, like once I got older and started work and stuff, I kind of realized that work environments weren't necessarily for me. I was the worst employee. Like every ADHD always says, yeah, I got fired. (laughs) Everybody has been fired from like all their jobs. So I ended up getting fired. My employees, uh, my employers hated me. Clients loved me. So they just hated me. Like they, I, they were just annoyed with me. <laughs> and so I, I started yeah, my own coaching business. I started working with women, um, helping them improve their confidence who had ADHD. Um, and then it just kind of one thing led to another. And I, I'm obsessed with business. And so that's kind of how I wound up here. And 
um, yeah, it's just been amazing. I just love helping people kind of see the construct or the paradigm of ADHD, like outside themselves. Cause so many people take it on, like make it about them. Mm-hmm. And so it's beautiful. And it's like, okay, that's not who you are. It's just one thing that gives you a little bit of understanding about who you are. So yeah, it's just, and then programs, I took business courses and none of them were ADHD friendly. And so, yeah, that's kind of like how it just kind of all came together. It's super cool. That is really, that's really incredible because I'm sure you're like really helping people who, you know, experience exactly what you've experienced and you get to like lead them on to becoming that powerful CEO that they, they know is within them. Right. Um, and you mentioned like something about, uh, self-acceptance, like when, when in your life do you, did you feel like, okay, I really need to start accepting this because like, otherwise I'm just going to keep like hitting myself in the wall and you know like have that realization I wouldn't say it was like a realization of self-acceptance it was a realization of I guess I didn't realize how much I hated myself like all when I was younger I literally hated myself I didn't even want to be a woman I honestly thought it was so weak and um so I think I actually discovered this through seeking to grow my business. And then when I was coming up against some walls and I wasn't trusting myself and all this kind of stuff that was showing up in different ways, I was like, oh, okay. The underlying thing here is that I hate myself. I am beating myself up when I'm not showing up properly. And so it's just kind of like, it was an aha moment. I would say it was like, oh, okay. I hate myself so much that this is preventing me from growing my business. (laughs) So I think as soon as I started to like appreciate myself and love myself, for who I am and what I am, like things started to like unfold and business becomes easier and I don't beat myself up anymore. So I think that's a really important part, whether you have ADHD or not, right? People who, who are listening, it's like self-acceptance comes in, in every way, shape or form. Yeah, I love that so much because for like in my life, I went through a very difficult time, multiple times actually, where I found myself like, depressed and and like uncomfortable because I wasn't okay with myself like Uh I didn't like myself and I was just constantly trying to fix myself where there was like no nothing to fix just to learn how to really appreciate and love myself for who I am and what I am so that's really incredible Anne-Marie and for those of you who don't know Anne-Marie and I met through a a mutual group that we were both in called TCP and it was a, it's a major, incredible program that I think right now the doors are open. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right now at the time of this recording, the doors are open to sign up for the TCP, which is a really, really, really incredible, no matter where you are in life, if you really need, if you really want and feel like you need a, an up level in your life, that, that is the program. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's how Anna Marie and I know each other and obviously we're like twins so she's so beautiful I'm so happy to have you here um (laughs) a little side note there but um what's like when you first like encounter an individual who's like wanting to start their business or they're already started but they find themselves like stuck or unclear or like um procrastinating what do you think it what, what do you tell them 
would be like the first step to, to get that clarity that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. So I think so much of it comes from like with inside of you already. And there's so much, it's just, you're not paying attention to it. <laughs> and so I, I check in with myself all the time. And I think it's like super normal. I love being a big daydreamer. A lot of the people that I work with don't like it because it gets them overwhelmed. <clears throat> but for me, because I am such a daydreamer, it just like really helps to tap into the imagination. I'm like, okay, if I had nothing right now, if I had, didn't have my business, what is the change that I would want to see in the world? What do I really like want for myself? And I, I do this all the time. It's a little hack. I like doing, I have zoom meetings with myself. I like turn the candles on. I put on a zoom recording and I just like start closing my eyes, asking myself questions like, okay, what is it like that you want? Like, you know, you had all the money in the world. What would your life look like? How would you want to show up? Okay. Well, if I had all the money, I'd still want to work because I'd want purpose. Um, and so I kind of like work backwards from that way. And then honestly, I feel like I do that maybe a couple times a year and I scrap it like as if I don't have my business and I make sure that I'm still choosing my current business right now. So if you're just in that place. It's like, that's what I recommend. A Zoom meeting, turn some candles on, close your eyes. Day <laughs> Love that. I like that a lot because you, you get to really be intimate with yourself and it's like you're on a spotlight. So it gives you like kind of like a accountability there because the camera is there. So you have to show up, you know, so it's like you have to show up for yourself. I really like that. That's really cool. It's um like two. I keep them like recording that I can look back at like 10 years. You know, I don't open it for like a long time and then I'm going to go back and listen to it and see where I'm at and what I was like talking to myself about then. Because I think at any point in your business, you're going to doubt yourself. You know what I mean? Like I was just telling you, like, I've had points where I've like seriously doubted, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And <clears throat> I think that's so normal because in business, you're going to have super highs and you're going to have lows and you're going to, even in personal life, no matter like everything, relationships, everything, right? It's not always going to be super high all the time. And so I think it's really so important to always come back and ask yourself that question. Is this really what I want for myself? Is this really still making me happy? Is this still moving me towards where I want to be in my life? And so um, yeah, just starting to ask yourself like fun questions like that and, and getting in touch with your imagination, which is so powerful. So powerful. I love that. I love that so much because a lot of people, I don't know how, I feel like most people don't know the power of imagination. Like they know, you know, we do that all the time. Like we, we can daydream, we'll like think about the future and, and whatnot. But a lot of that a lot of the power comes through actually like really believing it. And when you, when you're finding yourself not believing it, those limiting beliefs, mm -hmm. that you kind of have to dig in deeper and ask yourself the, the real questions of like, what is, do I really want this first of all? And like you said, I like how you, you're working backwards. Like if, if I had all the money in the world, would I still do this? Like, will I still be do choosing this? Yes, right? So asking yourself that too, and then removing anything that's causing any doubt is so key because when that doubt comes up like over and over the same thing, that's like a pattern that you want to now start paying attention because that's like really getting in the way. Um, so it's, it's really, really cool that that that's what you're doing and that's how you're helping your people to 
I say your people. I always say your people to to business owners. Like in- <laughs> so funny because I'm like, yeah, your people because I feel like everybody is just serving your, you know, their people. Like yeah, 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 one hundred percent. You know, so it's so funny. Um, and so, like, how has all of these changes in your business as an individual like allowed you to? up level yourself to now you move to Mexico and you're like a freaking rock star rocking it like in a bikini every day (laughs) I know it's super ironic I actually my coach said to me the other day she's like I feel like you're never down at the beach I was like yeah I haven't been lately I've been working too much and so I'm super out of like flow and um you know it's so easy to get caught up in there's always you're always gonna have a to-do list and it's it's like such a reminder for me um this weekend I'm going away and I'm like I can't wait but um yeah I guess I started out living in Vancouver in Canada um I was working at a job selling custom kitchens and like beautiful homes and I remember I was in the this one house and it was so gorgeous. And I was just like, I want to teach people how to buy this house so that they can buy the freaking kitchen that I'm designing for them. And so that's kind of where everything kind of started unfolding. And it was really cool. I guess I was living in Vancouver and for, I guess most people know it rains there a lot in the winter. And we were on an alley and where we were living, there's also a lot of homeless people in Vancouver. And it was like, overlooking the alley there was the millionth homeless person who rummaged through the garbage can that day and I was looking down I was like what am I doing here like why why am I in Vancouver I work online and so um living in Mexico was like a dream that I had for myself when I was like 50 and retired and then I was like no I'm gonna go and do it now so yeah I just picked up and kind of left in the middle of the pandemic and um yeah it's been amazing ever since I had a friend here so I knew I was coming to Mexico she was already located in Tulum so I was like I'll just go to Tulum whatever and so yeah it's just it's crazy how it's all unfolded it's beautiful it's amazing it's so good and I love how you said like yeah you were imagining to live in Mexico when you were like 50s already like you know retired but you chose to do that now you chose to live out your dream now I think that's so amazing and so pivotal for so many people to start realizing that like if you can do it now like do it now right like working like working backwards like okay if I want to have the million dollar home then who do I get to be to have that million dollar home now like right so like same thing with you I want to live in Mexico when I'm 50 but how can I make that happen now and you made it happen so yeah amazing (laughs) Super, like it's cool right I think like I was talking to somebody the other day and he said that people are in agreement with what they have and I was like trying to wrap my head around it and he's like everybody oh no he was saying that everybody has what they want and I was like that doesn't make any sense and then he was like yeah and it was yeah it's kind of saying the same thing you're in agreement with what you have mm-hmm. so I was like my mind was blown it's like yeah we choose every day what you want your life to look like. And yeah, it's been scary. There's been times when I'm like questioning living here. And there's been times when I was questioning living where I was before. And I just remember saying to myself, like, I better go now because I have no, I have no commitments to anything. I I have my business on my computer, so I gotta go. (laughs) Right. And it's kind of living in that space. It's fun. I love adventure. 
that is very adventurous is like the what if always positive like what if I can you know go first class on the plate or like make myself move to Mexico or, or Europe or like choosing to break up with your boyfriend or or say yes to a person who asked you to be your, your girlfriend right yeah it, it's and, and I think about this a lot like because I'm constantly like getting rid of things because I'm like really minimalizing myself even though like I minimize myself like in the summertime because I was like moving but then I came back but as I like continue to look at the things that I have I'm like okay why do I still have this like what what is keeping me wanting to keep this you know like is it if I'm, am I using it first of all like do I need this like or am I just having it just to have it and like let it pick up dust you know like really being conscious of the things that we have and the things that we do are they in alignment with, with who we are and what we're doing and, and our purpose here yeah on the planet um, <laughs> I kind of get like I've been getting like so woo when I speak because like that's just the nature of like how things are going for me and, and like I just feel like people will resonate because that's everything's going that way anyways and we're all like awakening and we're all like going and learning and expanding ourselves and yes we have our ups and downs but we get to pick ourselves back up and move on and keep going keep growing <laughs> yes. yeah you were gonna say something no I forgot <laughs> I thought you were like I thought I cut you off yeah <clears throat> Like, I think it's so important, the work that you do, because I really believe that a lot of, there's so many people out there that have limiting beliefs, right? And a lot of them come from ADHD, like they have been diagnosed with ADHD or like a disability, uh, a learning disability or something that is, can be crippling to them, to them to believe that, okay, I can't do much or I can't do that because... I have ADHD, but you get to show them to harness the power of themselves who have ADHD to use that as a superpower versus a something that's like really hindering and hindering them and keeping them from achieving what it is that they want, right? Yeah, no, it's super cool to like, I didn't realize how many things I had attached my worth to, you know, the, the social stories, I call them about ADHD. Social stories are like, you procrastinate, you're overwhelmed, I can't listen. I had a story that I was attaching myself to that I was a really bad listener, and that I couldn't write and that I had really bad reading comprehension and all this stuff. And as soon as I realized that was somebody else's interpretation of me, I was like, I felt free. I felt like I can let that go. That's not who I am. And that's what you, like somebody did a report on me and wrote about me saying that. And I always think back to, um, in the report that I had, I remember reading this and they just give you like books. It's like pages and pages and pages of this assessment from this psychiatrist. 
and all the things like every page was just telling you what the problems were with you. And on one page, it said, Anne-Marie has a really bad attitude. So I couldn't get a proper reading on her. I'm like, yeah, of course I have a bad attitude. You're making me sit in here and you're like telling me everything that's wrong with me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it's not the friendliest process. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, like ever since then, I'm kind of like, you know, I, I'm on this huge mission, like my big mission is to educate the medical industry on like how they're writing their reports and like this is a person you're it's the same with any diagnosis right like somebody goes to the hospital and they get whatever diagnosis and they they take it on and they wear it fully and embody the identity of it and so i work with a lot of people and like that's not you that's something that's tiny it's literally so tiny and it's outside of you but you can decide how much of it controls how you show up so yeah, people just need to be free. <laughs> it's it's so true. Like, um, I was when I was in college, I was failing my freshman year. Like, I was doing so bad because I was like away from home and like I was free to do anything that I wanted. So I was just partying and just slacking off classes. So I really almost failed. And I was seeing like this counselor on campus, and she was like. Um, cause they were like assessing my grades and whatever, like I was, and I, I was really depressed at that time too, hence the drinking, but, um, the, the counselor, I don't, she's, yeah, she basically said that I had a learning disability. And when she said that, I was like, I could have run, ran with that, but I did not. And and the next year I came back full swing. I made a whole 180 turnaround. I changed my lifestyle, no drinking. I started working out. I was eating healthier. I was getting A, Bs. Like I really turned it around because I was like, I'm not running with this. Like I'm not going to let myself or define myself based on whatever she had to say based on my downfall for that single year I was like hell no I'm better I'm way better than this like no thank you I cannot no so I, I love that like it's the same thing with like when when people are diagnosed with ADHD or like when somebody's diagnosed with cancer like are you going to let it uh like ruminate in your mind that this is something that like that's it that's it no more you're just going to be sick for the rest of your life no you want to turn that around and use it to, to, to show you what can I do better? How can I use this to, to power myself as fuel to get better, to grow, to learn more, to, to just expand yourself and, and really get to know and dive deeper on, okay, what is really going on here? That's really what was happening with me. With just like yeah. information like it's okay great it's just giving you some answers to some things and then like forget about it throw it out <laughs> exactly and I think that it's so I I just love how so many people like yourself um are really changing the narrative for like ADHD for like cancer for pain management like it's really so important that we really not um stuck and committed to like medicine that has been passed along for years when so many things are changing everything is continuously changing and transforming the medical field 
everything is evolving every single thing even currency like everything so it's so magical to see and the work that you do and Marie because I just think that people need you people need leaders like you to help them see that they can also be leaders that they can also be powerful CEOs in their business and their life yeah so, yeah it's like tapping into like personal power. And it's like when you allow something that's outside of you to determine the way that you feel about yourself, it's crazy. Like I remember when we were in TCP, that was something like huge that kind of unfolded for me. And it was crazy. As soon as like I started discovering that, I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, freedom. Like I am a really powerful person. So is everybody else. We're all magic. And there's just so many things that happen in our lives to convince us otherwise. And so I just love like helping other people get in touch with that and connect with it. And yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. Really uncovering like what's really holding you back. What's, what's something that you need to release or let go of that's not supporting you that has been, you know, deeply ingrained in your, in your brain, in your subconscious mind to, to keep repeating that story, right? We need to unfold, unwire so that we can rewire the new, the, the new um, empowering beliefs that, that's gonna help us spring forward. Yeah. So, so exciting. So good. It's like this un, um, it's like this, a lot of people are now starting to do a lot more work within like their mindset, their brain set, and really getting to know the, the power within them just by like being still like, and like you said, really slowing down and being in the flow, right. And like turning into yourself. Um, I think it's so, so important because um, otherwise it's like, it's going to be doom and gloom all the freaking time. And Mm. feel good right we we need to really get to the root like I remember when I was feeling like so uneasy and like depressed back then I would be like what is wrong with me like how can I like uncover and I would see like a therapist then this was like before college I had a therapist for a little bit and um I would go to him and be like okay so like I would share all the things that I wanted to share but deep down I was like well like what am I really like here for you know like I was like so confused because there's like nothing there (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yes I get it yeah yeah I felt like that a lot of like my I look back and I'm like oh my god when I was younger I had no idea who I was because I was just trying to run from myself and yeah, like slowing down is so hard for me. Now it's like really uncomfortable. And I know I need to do it more because I find that I'll get sick or something will happen or like I'm just pushing too hard. And then things really start to, um, I I, want to share this analogy because it's something that was really powerful in my life the other day. So um, I was like, getting to a place where in my business, I was like not stopping to see everything that I'd created. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like a needy girlfriend to a boyfriend who's like giving me everything. He's like, I gave you six figures last year. I bought you a beautiful apartment. I 
you know, I'm paying your rent. I take you to the store you can buy whatever you want. Um, I, I got you an apartment that has a pool. I bought you a bike. I bought you like just everything. I, I put you in Tulum. I put you in Mexico, like everything. Right. And I was still saying like, come on more, 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 more. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like stop. It's the exact same thing as like a relationship. Right. And I've worked through attachment styles in relationships of needy, neediness. And I was like, oh my God, it's showing up in other areas of my life. Like now I know how to transform it into being cool, calm and collected, being like secure. Right. And I've noticed that in relationships, I've changed a lot because I've done so much healing on myself to get myself to this place where I don't show up as needy anymore. And so I was like, wow, it changes and transmutes and flows in different areas of your life. So I'm like, okay, I have to surrender and be more chill in my business. And sometimes when you're a go-getter and you're driven and you want to create and expand and, and create change in the world, it's hard to slow down and prevent, you know, burnout. And so I was like, okay, my boyfriend is telling me I need to take a rest. He's like, you've annoyed me. I'm going to leave now. I'll come back when you're chill. So I'm like, okay, I got to take more time off. Oh my God. I'm so glad you brought that up because literally that is what happened to me. I was, if, oh my God, that's literally the same thing because I could not see all of the things that I had accomplished in my life. I got the dream job in public relations. I had the car, I had the, the partner. He was great. Like I had everything that, yeah. I, that I always wanted, that I always wanted. I, I made it happen, right? And I still wanted more. I wanted the, the more clients, more, um, more, just more money. Like everything was just, I wanted more, 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 more. And I was not satisfied yeah. Yeah. that without recognizing that I had achieved and also celebrating, I would never celebrate myself for achieving all the things, you yeah. know, being like one of the first, um, people in my family to even go to college. I didn't celebrate that. I was like, no, I'm going, I'm going, I'm still going. Like I'm going to have my own business and be a six figure CEO. And I was, and all of that crashed and burned because I just wanted more and more and more and more and more. And I wasn't able to sit still and look at everything that I had accomplished. And honestly, I'm grateful now that I, that that had to happen. It, It had to happen for me to actually be here right now and say, it was meant to, it was meant to happen that way because now I, I've pivoted completely. And now I get to see how can I do this differently where I'm recognizing myself in each Mm -hmm. step of the way so that I can get to the next level. Right. And that's all what this is all about. It's really being recognizing so that you can continue to go. Right. Yeah. That's so funny. And Marie, look how synchronistic we are. Okay. (laughs) The funniest thing too, I was like talking to my business coach about it and we were laughing and then she was like, yeah, but you know what, you know, what happens is those guys, they tell you you're too needy. And then you start working on yourself. You get yourself dialed in. They always come back. (laughs) So I was like, it's exactly the same as a business. You start freaking out at one point and then you dig your claws in and it's like, just chill out. It's okay. It's a flow, right? It's like getting back into the flow of things It's in, and knowing and trusting and surrendering that it's always, always, always going to work out and it's always okay. 
Yes, exactly. It really is always going to work out and it's always okay. Yeah. And in the moment, it might feel like, no, that's no. true. But like, you really need to be like grounded and tell your, and remind yourself, like, you know, but even looking for evidence in your life where in the past you've gone through rough patches or anything that, you know, has put you down, you did get back up and you did everything was fine was it not so recognizing that there is evidence that you can you can present to yourself yeah yeah that feel that it is okay right now even though it feels like so shitty yeah I love that (laughs) yes so Anne-Marie how can people like connect with you yeah so on Instagram my Instagram is anmarie.espina um, you might have to put it in the show notes so let's spell it out um, because yeah, people always spell my name wrong, but that's where they can find me. That's where I live right now. I love Instagram. My DMs are literally always open. I actually love messaging people who come to my page. I love, um, I love everything you about you. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I live all the time. Um, and I have a podcast called the ADHD refresh, which you can get on Spotify or Apple. Perfect. And what does it mean to be a peaceful powerhouse? I love this question so much. So I think for me, in terms of like the feminine sense, like I mentioned, I used to hate that I was feminine. I used to hate that I was a woman. I used to hate, I thought it was weak. Right. And so I think a peaceful powerhouse is like really embodying like coming back to like who you are and the essence of like my beingness and like femaleness because I think that um I've just started to like explore this avenue of like feminine energy and it's like we can allure like mad when you're in your feminine energy and you're feeling like your feminine body everything like the sensuality the the emotions, the just everything that it means to like be a woman when you're in alignment with that and connected to yourself and you have like acceptance of who you are as a human, then it's like, okay, you have no resistance. And then it's like, okay, that for me means peace. And it's something I'm totally developing. I wouldn't say by any means I'm a totally peaceful person, right? I have a lot of energy and I'm practicing bringing my nervous system down so that I'm regulated more um like calm more but I think that's what it means is is coming to terms with who you are landing inside of your body and just enjoying that experience and enjoying seeing the world through your eyes and your experience Mm -hmm. and that is what it means I think to be a peaceful powerhouse that was that was amazing thank you for that 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 was huge I love it. So if you're listening, you know where to find Anne-Marie. I will also add her information on the show notes and let us know what your takeaway is. How are you going to start harnessing the power of your ADHD so that you become the powerful CEO that you already know is within you, right? So thank you so much, Anne-Marie, for hopping on here with me and I will see you soon. Thanks so much for having me.